0: Welcome to the Motivate Me Book Club. We read and challenge books to motivate us. Follow along as we uncover what may or may not work from these books, provide tools and resources for your goals, and interview people who have found a path to success through their reading. Join us to kick ass at achieving your goals faster and easier than before, one book at a time. Motivate Me Book Club is here to motivate you. Hello, Motivate Me Book Club. Welcome to one of the last few episodes of season one. Can you believe it? I'm kind of in shock myself, but it doesn't mean it's over for long. It's just a little bit of a break while we reflect on the year and look at how far we've come from the beginning of 2019. If you've been reading along, congratulations. This is our last book that we're on right now, Essentialism by Greg McKeown, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today is an extremely off the cuff, last minute episode because things did not work out. And I want to put out there that there are no hard feelings involved. There's no resentment at all. This is a learning experience. And I had such an epiphany, a light bulb moment that I am extremely excited to share with all of you. This is why. We say no. This is why we need to do this more often and shift from a culture of being busy and being everything to everyone to refining necessity and finding out really what it is that we should be doing with our time. What is going on? Well, I'm talking about commitments and why the this little word, no, no. Is invaluable to our success. Think about your own experiences. What big commitments have you made? What did you feel like when this was going on? You know, you had something that you've committed to. Maybe you've been asked to get married. You know, how was that? How did that feel when someone asked you for the rest of your life and you said yes? I mean, I know people who have actually said no. And that's incredibly brave and scary, but also committing yes and saying yes to things has huge importance. I mean, we don't even have to think that big in terms of something like the rest of your life with a person. But think about small commitments that you make, that you do with your boss, your coworkers, your children, your best friends, with yourself. We make little commitments every single day and then there are those bigger decisions that weigh a lot now think about the opposite side what have people committed to you what have you asked of somebody and then they said yes they will do that how did you feel about that relieved happy excited well what happens when it doesn't work out in July of this year We here at the Motivate Me book club set up an interview with an author of one of the books that we've been reading. I'm not going to mention names or books or anything like that, but let's, you know, get to the point here. Lists of dates were offered. The author put us in touch with his assistant and we went back and forth and we chose one of the earliest ones possible, which was actually going to be in October. All right. So we reconnected several months later and confirmed the interview. And then what happens? At the very last minute, less than 24 hours to the interview, bam, email. We are very sorry, but a conflict has come up. Can we please reschedule? Okay, reschedule, sure. Let's be flexible, you know, there's all these, exercises and mindsets of you know going with the flow and jumping in so we had to accommodate so let's set for another day a few days go by send questions in advance to the author bam email sorry something else has come up another big important meeting an out-of-town client is now available and there is no other time to schedule for it can we try to reschedule again? Unfortunately, at this point, we had already had some other commitments and it was an episode that we had to record, it had to be already put out, so it ended up that we had to push it again. Okay, let's try one more time. Well, at this point, we're kind of seeing the light on things. We wanna be helpful, we don't wanna cause conflict, so we suggest how about just answering the questions Maybe write an email back with just some quick answers. That's all we really want to hear is how elements of the book, aspects that have been applied, really looked from the author's perspective. Yes. And from the assistant side, they even offered to potentially make a video or recording for us. We were excited. This is great. This is, you know, the basic essential, what we were looking for, dot, dot, dot the day that all of this would have been received by we get our final answer we are deeply sorry to disappoint you but and you can imagine how the rest of the email goes long story short this interview was not a priority for the author and you know what that's fine being disappointed, I'm not going to lie, that's exactly a lot of the emotions that first came from us. I personally was super excited because I wanted to speak to this person. I wanted to ask questions, maybe go back and forth. I was really excited on a personal level, but it made us pause. It made me think that a few things have been revealed in this kind of situation, and that's what we want to share with you today. We need to say no more often. That's the what of it all. Have you ever heard of that expression, bite off more than you can chew? This is from a culture of busy and multitasking and thinking that we can be everything to everyone, but we can't. But we can be a lot to a few or to one. And that's where we can shine. I think this concept of finding your niche, or niche, as they say in the U.S., is something that each person should work more towards because we have developed our economies, our industries, our societies a lot further from everything that the industrial age shaped us to be like. It used to be the cog model that you were part of an assembly line to get a bigger picture done for somebody else and everybody was replaceable. Now, I'm not saying that we can't work without a cog system. There are places within maybe industries that cogs fit, but as technology advances, a lot of those jobs will become obsolete because machines, AI, technology can replace them. Because is that really the best place for a human being? We're conscious, living, thinking, creative individuals there is a bigger purpose that we could all serve. We could all have a niche. I'm not saying that everyone goes into leadership or a management position. I don't necessarily believe that that's where I would personally excel. But we need to filter out what the unnecessary aspects are because what isn't a priority needs to be a no. And that's the essential part of our life. Time is limited and it's our secret weapon. How you use your time is how you will be successful in life. And all these habits that we've been looking at and trying to develop over this year need our time. So with commitments that we make that we can't fulfill, well, there are consequences to that. So why is no so important? It's because it's not just about one person. It's not just about you and it's not just about the other side. It's about the whole picture. If you said yes, you have already said no to something else. In this case, other things will come up and that'll conflict with a prior commitment or obligation. Think about when you've made plans offhand to, you know, maybe go to a birthday party of somebody that you're not exactly super close with. But then at the last minute, your best friend comes up with tickets to a concert or a football game that you would die to go to. How does that feel? Okay. And maybe in a business sense, yeah, you've committed to something a little bit more of a charity option or something that uh, just feels good or nice to do. And then an extremely important meeting with a CEO from out of town comes up and this is a really limited chance and opportunity to work with them because they're there right now. What do you do? Well, that means that you have to renege on a previous yes, potentially, and then cancel and say no. Why does that matter? It's because there are certain aspects to relationships that are hard to come back from. If you say yes and then cancel, chances are you may continue to have this trend. Even on the very first time, you're sending a clear signal and message to that person or experience or commitment. You are saying they are not a priority. Now people can get offended, that's, that's fine, but you have now lost their confidence in you. I'm not a priority I'm not important okay that's fair enough but if it's something that's big and important but yet something bigger or important in your life has come up to replace it that doesn't mean you can discount how that other person was relying on your commitment and if this repeats that loses the person's trust and potential opportunity for future collaboration and you never know where that person may fit in later on or how big or important they really could be. Now that's the risk that you take when you do these kinds of things when you make these decisions to say yes or no to things but over time we condition those around us to expect behavior from us and that is just how the world works. When we were reading the Four Agreements The very first one was be impeccable with your word. It is essential to really mean what you say and do what you say. If you have something that you have committed to, the best most honorable thing is to commit and follow through. Being impeccable with your word is the first agreement to lead to personal freedom. And it will make your life a lot more easy if you actually commit and follow through. Now this is hard. (laughs) Saying no instead of yes is not an easy thing because we are human in the end. Kevin Cruz has written a book called 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management. I got this from Luke and it points out why it's really hard to say no. He says, you know, people will get upset. They have their own value. If this is something they asked of you, they did it for a reason. Emotions get involved and people get their hurt, their feelings hurt. I would have to admit at first I was a little bit sad and definitely disappointed, but I didn't take it personally. I, this author doesn't know me, doesn't know this this book club and all of us members and the listeners, but they do understand That, yeah, there's people and emotions involved. And it's also hard to say no because we want to be liked. Saying yes feels good because you're being polite and you're being helpful and people like that about us. But why it's also hard to say no is sometimes we underestimate just how much time something will take and how much time we actually have, especially when we go for that elephant down the road, as Kevin Cruz says we are looking in the distance and the elephant isn't so big until we get there and then we realize we don't have time for this. And the final thing which goes with everything else that we've been looking at and especially with the book that we're currently reading, it's being not clear on your priorities. That's the hardest part of saying no is not knowing what it is that you should be doing first. Or foremost. He refers to Warren Buffett, and I had recently come upon an article that talked about this billionaire's success. He attributes one simple habit that separates successful people from everybody else, and it's that not what you do, but what you don't do. Successful people say no to almost everything. And this can be applied to anyone at a crossroads of a daily decision making. It doesn't have to be a millionaire. It doesn't have to be a CEO. It doesn't have to be if you're in a position of power that you can finally say no. There are obviously yeses and and true obligations that every person has just innately within their lives, but it's figuring out what is essential. And that is why we are reading essentialism. That's what we're trying to extract from there is how things are more essential than others. But a very high level look at this shows us that there are clear moments when no is needed. And this is how you can do it. There are three little things that you can just ask yourself to answer this, whether you say yes or no. If it doesn't excite you right away, If it's not that hell yes then it's a no if this is involving critical or negative people who when you're around them are not uplifting they'll vent and just bash and talk crap about other people behind their back then no it's a no and if someone is making you forget who has control Another Warren Buffett quote says, you can't let people set your agenda in life. It's a no if this will take control of what you are doing and take the steering wheel away from you. You do not have that luxury. Nobody should ever give up that privilege of their own life to somebody else. How do you do that? Well, (laughs) the first easiest answer is you can just say no. And that's it. There's no justification needed. But if you are feeling somehow obligated to disclose more, you can tell them why. Because time is limited. And you can be busy. And what are you doing? What is your deadline? You could say there's a lot you're working on for yourself right now. And going out right now isn't working into the time frame of that. You have commitments to yourself, you have commitments to others, you don't have to feel guilty about that. So you could say why you're busy and you could say that even if it's just a choice that you're making that you don't feel like it or if you don't want to, it's because you're taking time for yourself right now. You could offer to consider and then follow up with a no. So you could get time to say, okay, I'll think about it. When you follow up with a no, again, you don't need to justify it but if you feel they're hard pressing you for a reason, you can give them that explanation that you have in your head. And finally, you can offer an alternative. You could say no, but we could do this then, or no, but how about something else? Since you have offered that, please remember, be impeccable with your word. That is your commitment. That person asked something of you, you said no, however, and offered something else. If that person then accepts and says, yes, that would work, please, I would love that. Then that is your commitment. And that is how you stay personally free in control and doing something that you are excited for ultimately, we all need to say no more often. And this example that we've had through the book club was just a great revelation. And I think it really leads into more of what we're reading right now with essentialism. So what do you think? What do you think about this whole situation? Did this, I don't know, it was just such a great moment, because as much as it could have just been like a throw in the towel and a real angry and resentful situation, I'm actually okay with it. And most of us are, you know, yeah, we get it. But had a no or something else been offered up front, it would have saved us about three months of uh, planning to work around. But no matter, we will make it work, we always do. Thanks so much for listening this week, folks. We are gonna be doing the overview, the high level Look into Essentialism by Greg McEwen next week. So stay tuned for that. This has been the Motivate Me Book Club presented by Pineapple Jen. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Click the subscribe button to get the latest episode as it lands. Leave a rating, review, or comment to help us out and share with friends the podcast, the book club, or even parts of the books that helped you. Motivate Me Book Club is here to motivate you.